My name is Jonathan Howe. In the year 2016, I created a podcast to talk about my two loves, geekdom and tokusatsu. My original co-host left, and it seemed as though the podcast would die. Then, a new member arrived in the form of Sean, and the podcast was given new light. Since then, it has been growing strong, and we believe that it can become something bigger. It will become something bigger. We are GTP. Wow, it's been a while. Um, hi, this is uh, Geekishly Toku Podcast. Um, we talk about things and stuff, and it's, like I said, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been... It's been too long. Yeah. Between life and life and life, uh, <laughs> things just don't pan out sometimes. Um, but we're back. But we're trying to get on a decent schedule, which currently we are. It works. Uh, yeah, for now, I you know any. I mean, anything could change uh, within a couple days, um, but for now, we're gonna try and put out one episode per month, and then kind of go from there um, until maybe life gets less hectic. At least one. We can do at least one. Let us. We'll no. have some playing room for more, but you'll at least hear us at least once a month. If yeah. more, that's great. We've got ideas for in between, so I feel like the way it's the way in my head it could be is we put out one episode a month, and then if there's anything in between, it might be like a special episode, sort of like you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to like Ranger Command Power Hour, oh God, where we just, just kind <laughs> the oh, lights are good. off. Well, I still hear you, so that's good. Is your computer still running? Yeah, no, it, it's still running. The the okay, it was just one of the light in the kitchen's an automatic light, so the timer oh, went okay. off on it. So I went to turn on the dining room, living room light. I guess I don't know. It's, it's confusing. Start. You startled me. I thought we were gonna have to start all over, and I'm like, we're finally back. We got to start all over again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just weird technology. Automatic lights and shit. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, life happened. Yep. And, I mean, hell. We've technically recorded a podcast since the last one was then put out, but I was extremely lazy and didn't edit it. Um, Which you may have actually seen out before this one, which I'm going to try and do. Um,. Have faith in but, you. Yeah. <laughs> Have faith in my motivation and my ability to do it. Well, um, I mean, we're back and we have a semi-regular schedule, so... Yeah. I uh, just now have to get my crap together and start watching the shows again. Yep. Yeah. Well, because um, basically, before we get into anything, basically this episode is just going to be about... Um, 
everything that's kind of happened in the Toku community, um, more specifically the Power Ranger community, because a lot of shit has happened. Um, we're not really going to be talking about geek stuff because, as Sean said, he's not caught up on anything. And I've gotten to the point where I'm really only watching Legends of Tomorrow because Flash is kind of going the same route as Arrow did as far as putting like the romance and that type of drama above everything else. And don't get me wrong, the relationships in Flash I like more than the ones in Arrow because I like Iris a hell of a lot more than Felicity. I feel like a lot of people do. But the fact that they put it at the forefront with the plot of the main sh- of the main shit behind it, I don't like. That's just my opinion. If you enjoy it, knock yourself out. Um, but yeah. And I uh, mean, Supergirl's off until about April. So really, yeah. Legends of is, Tomorrow. Is that... Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, and then I Zombie sort of fill the the slot up until. Okay. So Supergirl back. was Supergirl was on and they left and that's why Legends of Tomorrow is now on Mondays. Uh-huh. And then okay. I Zombie is going to come in at the 9 p.m. slot starting next gotcha. week. Which holy cow. Um this is the earliest we've ever gotten I Zombie and I discussed that in my I Zombie podcast. Plug plug. Plug away. <laughs> oh man. Life has uh, been crazy. That's and this week, this last week was just a blessing. <laughs> In terms of what? Toy Fair news? Oh yeah. I mean I suppose we'll just jump right into it. Um we got oh, yeah, the we're huge the usual news. suspects, you know. You, yeah. We don't really need any introduction. It's not like Yeah. We rebooted the cast, and now you get Matt Damon and Ben Affleck speaking. <laughs> Which would have been an awesome podcast, but none of us are either. So, yeah. Yeah. Although, I'm not going to lie. I, I I wouldn't be opposed to being Matt Damon or Ben Affleck, just for the the looks. Um, that's just me. Yeah, you know. Um. But we got the... It was speculated that... Well, not even speculated, really. Like, we... The first thing I feel like any of us really saw of big news came from Chris from Talking Toku, or, you know, Toku Nation, that something big was going to happen. And then just all of a sudden, that Toy Fair, it was announced... Well, no, because we found out that Bandai was dropped by Saban Brands for toys. And it was sort of up in the air that Hasbro was going to get it, but we weren't sure. And then it was like, no, Hasbro is getting it. And then we got the Toy Fair information. (laughs) That (laughs) the starting in April of next year, Hasbro will be making toys for Power Rangers Beast Morphers, which will be using the footage from Tokume Sentai Go Busters. And then the fandom exploded. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just were like, <laughs> wait, what? We're going like, how many years back now? 
Yeah. Is it five? Yeah. It was 2012, right? Yeah. Because it was the year after Go Buster, or Go Kaiger, which was 2011. Yeah. Wow. I I mean, to be fair, it's not like they're, you know, they're, you know... Power Rangers flight oh, morphers, shit. and they're using Jetman oh. footage from 1989. Wait. You know? So, my... I mean... Oh, it... my gosh. I think my recorder's being weird. What? It it stopped for a second, and, like, the audio position kept going, but... Uh, okay. Really? Well... Shit. Okay, there. Now that it looks like it's normalized again... <laughs> <laughs> I just lost that whole section of me talking about GoBusters. Cool. Oh well. Let's just keep going. So GoBusters is a thing. Okay. How do you want me to start this? <laughs> okay, I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um they're doing GoBusters which is going back 5 years and it was it was a huge surprise because nobody was expecting that. Everybody was expecting Q Ranger because of how uh, Bandai of America had full input. Well, not full input, yeah. but had some input in Q Ranger, and now Bandai of America yeah. isn't even in the picture anymore. And Hasbro is doing it, so. And, you know, many people have said that Go Busters is a good season. Now, I've gone on record to say that I wasn't a big fan of Go Busters for a few reasons. But I've only seen the show once, and that's when it originally aired five years ago. So, you know, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. Also, my audio is going crazy, too. Holy shit, what is up with my computer? Oh, my Chrome's using a lot. I'm going to get out of Chrome for a sec. Maybe that'll help. Um, eh, it kind of helped. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that really helped. All technical right, difficulties there. galore. Um, but Working out the kinks, people. Working when, out the kinks. <laughs> when the name Beast Morphers dropped, bef- like when people just saw the logo, uh-huh. they originally still thought Juoger because... It's still an animal motif, but then you read the plot synopsis and you're like, "But how does the the footage? What? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, I feel like the the main consensus was Juoger, like you said, but then when everybody was what like wait leather instead of spandex and then it just it it clicked like oh they're oh okay i see you i see you hasbro you know (laughs) and i feel like this it was like the biggest breath of fresh air you could ever imagine for any fandom ever because i have said for years that bandai of america makes 
shitty products and sells them for way too much money. I have said that for years. Yeah, exactly. Like, I saw a video of um, a Japanese toy reviewer who is do- who does Common Rider, Sentai, Ultraman stuff. He did a video for the Operation Overdrive tracker, and he compared it to the Bokenger accelerator or accelular. That's what it is. And I felt embarrassed on behalf of Power Rangers. Because with the Accelular from Bokenger, in the show, you heard things. Like, um, when you hit a button to call on one of the mechs, like, uh, there, uh, Dumper, Formula, Gyro, Dozer, Marine, and you hit the Megazord, or like the mech, the like Megazord, quote-unquote, button, it forms the Megazord. Whereas in uh, Operation Overdrive, they didn't have that. They didn't have like the, the voices, so they just had someone randomly speak some of these, but none of them were the names of the Zords. It was literally just like boink 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 boink, and then Megazord formation, wonk wonk, and then that was it. And I'm I like, I also feel like. This is why Bandai like makes Bandai subpar have stuff. Too much of their hands in PR. Um. <clears throat> yeah, just had something oh, stuck I mean, in yeah. my throat. Like, well, because I mean, like, you all right? Oh, oh. <laughs> Sound like you were changing into a werewolf for a second there. <laughs> um, like you go as far back as uh, Power Rangers Wild Force, and how Saban had to nearly beg Bandai for a little bit of extra money to shoot Forever Red, and Bandai was like, "Sure." But you gotta promote this toy. And I mean, Saban was like, yeah, cool. But I want to know how much push Bandai had for that specific scene. Like, did did Bandai say it has to be shown as this fantastic, like, invincible, immortal thing? Like this, the cockpit Because if if they made them do that, then I I just don't know. Shark attack mega mode, Shogun mode. Because having... And then you had Dino Charges, Dino Drive, and Dino Super Drive. And the Ninja Steel, Ninja Master, and whatever Super Ninja Steels is. Like, those are all to sell extra figures. Saban Brands doesn't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, they do in a sense, but I feel like Bandai of America was pushing that. Like, oh, you want more funding? Well, you go make, well, sell us some more figures. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, because well, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm conflicted on a few things because, like, 
I feel like Saban doesn't know how to properly use funds. Like, I, I, I've said, I've also said it before. I want to know, I want to see, like, written down in numbers, how much did Saban spend for Power Rangers during Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge? How much money Bandai gave him to do the rest of Supercharge? And then how much total did they take in from, you know, toys, DVD sales, other types of merchandise, and compare those? Uh Because... It, oh, let's just say five million dollars they spent to make Power Rangers completely. That's probably okay. lowballing it ridiculously, but that's just the number that popped. Yeah. So, well, we'll bump it up then. Let's say ten million dollars just for the hell of it. So, they said they spend ten million dollars to make Power Rangers, Dino Charge to Dino Supercharge, all four seasons. I want to know how much money they made from. Add content to toy sales, to other merchandise sales, to DVD sales. Because I can guarantee you they made more than $10 yeah. million. Like, they made oh, more than they spent on Power Rangers. collecting the collectible gimmicks. I can almost guarantee that. Well, because see, it's not only that. It's not... They've got other lines that go off, uh, that go away from figures. Zords, the current morphers, season, like you've got Dino Supercharge toys, but then you've got the Legacy line as well. Not to mention, well, we even had the movie yeah, last year. Too. Not to mention any kickbacks they might get from Legacy Wars <clears throat> that people buy stuff from there. Out, out for the movie, uh, Target still and has the movie. Some, trust me. So it's like they. <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, yeah, because uh, the movie was shit and everybody knew it was. Yeah, and the Morpher's like, not. Here's a Morpher. What does it do? It's the well, I mean, with, uh, really Goldar. nothing. That's but, what's you know, on the it's a Morpher. And the DVD, the DVDs and Blu-rays, not the Steelbook, because the Steelbook actually sold. Ah. Um. Well, yeah. Also, it came with the microscopic version of the. Graphic novel. Seriously, uh, I need a fucking magnifying glass to read that. Like, it's about... Hmm. Like, you take your standard comic book issue, <laughs> and you sort of shrink it down, even past 8.5 by 11 standard. Like, it is like one of those leaflets you get past to from some religious person, but with more words that you can't read because they're tiny. I thought it was going to be a digital copy, to be yep. honest, but it's not. It was literally just inside <laughs> the steelbook. And yeah, I kind of felt gypped on that because I had already purchased... I now have two copies, three copies, including the tiny copy of, uh, of Aftershock. One of them signed, the other one isn't. Because I'm me, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of. Well, yeah. Well, I randomly picked it up, signed at WonderCon. I mean, last I don't year. blame you. I, if I had the ability, I'd want to get issue one, signed one of too. Go Go Power because it's signed by 
the writer and illustrator. Oh. San Diego Comic-Con. So, in essence, go to conventions. Nice. Get signatures. Um, but, well, for the comic book ones, it was a free signing. Yeah. If you're trying to get ASJ or JDF just hope they don't charge you an arm and a leg for them. Be ready to sell a kidney. Especially... Oh. Yeah. Although I feel... I. I feel well, like with recent that news, people are less and less all those wanting their buying entire signatures, at least in the fandom of anyway. the Red Ranger pop. Like, eh, okay, you know what? I'll stick with my movie ones because I, 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 I like those people. They're nice. Yeah. And now I'm seeing discussion of uh, Brad Hawkins is really the real Gold <laughs> Ranger, like he was the better of the three. <laughs> which well he was just the voice of the gold ranger so even though he, essence, he wasn't there as long he was the gold ranger up until countdown yeah. to destruction and then we don't see the gold ranger ever again yeah I was I just had a random theory pop into my head about what if he uh Triforia stole it stole the powers and just made up the whole like like three person three emotion type thing and then like Brad Hawkins like was like a character that we do. never saw Just in one of their weird one-off what-ifs. Well, I mean, they've... Yeah. Holy shit. Um, Bandai but, of America's out of the question. To go back to the kind of original... Which is weird because... Conversation. You know, Bandai of Japan um, handles all the Toei stuff. So, what yep. does this mean for the figures? Is Bandai of Japan going to sell the molds to... Hasbro now? Yeah. Yeah, and does this and would this mean that Beast Morphers won't start it's until possible. April? They might make their own toys until April. Or for some weird reason we get Bandai of America toys for <laughs> for it, which wouldn't make sense. Like I have no idea. I mean, the- theoretically, thinking about quarters and stuff like that, um, you would almost say that Bandai has the ability to make toys for Power Rangers or whatever for the rest of yeah. this year and the first quarter of next year. And then the second quarter begins in April. And, and then that's when... We start seeing Hasbro stuff. Now, what, like I said, whether we're going to get the the show in April or like in February, and then we don't see toys until April is but it's only a up in the air because deal, which, everybody was surprised to see again, that Nickelodeon's back the again. Of, which woo. okay, so there's not going to be a super season. 
at least one of the yeah. show, one of the quote unquote seasons isn't getting supered. Um, or my favorite, Go Busters, Tokuger, Juoger, and then mm-hmm. Suban finds a new home for the Q Ranger adaptation. Or I have seen some of the speculation also that that what you said we go uh, Go Busters, Tokyuger, Juoger, and then for the twenty twenty two, yeah, Hasbro buys the rights to Power Rangers completely. It would mean it would go to discovery and Kids, does believe, their own thing that's a channel that i and believe goes away from nickelodeon has rights to because that's now, where the my little pony transformers and a few other of their animated series is exclusively show um which i'm not sure if people get that in their cable package i don't have a cable package anymore Yeah, I don't have... Oh, well, we have sports. cable, but I don't really use it. I use it for maybe sports. <laughs> Other than that, I don't use it. Yeah, it's 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 the only thing that would ever tie me to to cable. Like, if, if, I, if I could afford a better computer, better computer, better television, or whatever, I would just get, like... Mm-hmm. Um, my friend has like one of like the 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 stick things to put into the to, into the television like yeah, smart televisions and stuff Amazon, that like Cat, allows you to Amazon see Fire apps and then just Chromecast, watch like the ESPN app, Apple TV, heck, even and just Sling get my TV, sports that way. Is like an a la carte television service where you pick the channels, and even YouTube TV is a thing. And at some point, you know, if I have the funds, I might invest into YouTube TV yeah. and see what it's all about yeah. for a month. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that that's the only way I, I would watch more things on there if I could pick and choose. Because and... then you could just get Netflix that way. You know, you get other streaming services that way. Just make it easier. Um but I don't know what Discovery... If it does move to Discovery Kids, I do feel... Well, like, in this day and age, maybe not. Because most households, households probably have some kind of digital cable. Because if you get Discovery Channel, service, you get Which that. has Discovery check Kids. check myself, though, just to be sure I'm um, seeing the right network. I don't know, but... Let's see. Google Hasbro TV channel. Uh, yeah, it's Discovery Family. Discovery Family. I'm actually going to look up myself. <laughs> um... um. Oh, it's so not Time Warner Cable anymore. It's Spectrum Cable. Family-oriented now. science and nature programs. Um, and Hasbro has a forty percent ownership of it. Um, 
It was originally called The Hub back between 2010 and 2014, and it was Discovery Kids up until 2010. Oh, yeah. So Discovery Family makes sense. Yeah. What? You have it? Oh, shit. Do you have it? Am I? Uh-huh. Oh, you didn't know this? So I... You didn't well, know Well, I this? can apparently you go to spe- watchspectrum.net on your gaming console, and if you have and watch a television, television service through them, you can actually no. watch, like watch it on your phone or on your Xbox, um, depending on your internet connection, because sometimes it can be a little bad, but... You can watch on-demand content, and you can set your DVR, but you can't watch anything off your DVR Yeah, on it. I'm surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Discovery yeah, Family... It, Changing hands to Hasbro is huge because Bandai of America oh, has had it find anything. for literally 25 years. Even between it swapping to Disney and back to Saban, it was still Bandai of America. Like, that's pretty much the equivalent of you cutting ties with a family member and never talking to them again and going oh yeah this is my new uncle now or some or think of it this way it's a divorce between the parents after 25 years and Saban Brands has found a new a new partner I remember, I remember, I, uh, I've seen, uh-huh. uh, that meme of, like, a guy walking with another girl, but then, like, looking back at another one, where it's, like, the guy is Saban, the girl he's, whose hand he's holding is Bandai, and the girl who walked oh past who he's gosh. looking at behind him is Hasbro. <laughs> Potentially. Uh-huh. Can I watch digital shit with this? Yep. God, I'm going to have to look through this now. Yep. Because you can, like, um, favorite, like, channels. But, yeah. Uh, Holy shit. This could mean some really good things for the franchise as a whole. Um, the Legacy line's basically going to die out at Zio. Which... Unless... But Hasbro, I feel like Hasbro would be more apt to restart it, which means more MMPR um, figure. I bullshit. mean, unless Hasbro takes over, um, I hope they don't do that and move straight into Turbo. But you will see a drastic shift. And well, I mean, oh, the Legacy boy. line is the most quality, the best quality figures, minus Zio Butterscotch Ranger. Um, that still pisses me off. Like I was going to. I was going to buy that figure, and now I'm more apt to go find the Super Legends figure 
Oh, it still from pisses like off a lot of people. I don't know. I'm I'm really ticked off by that because of how big of a Gold Ranger fan I am. Oh no, he's he is way way no more, more of a fan than, than I am. <laughs> Mind you, I was three or four when Power Rangers Zio came out. So, I mean, Zio was 1997, 96, Zio 97, so I was like two or three. Came out ni- 96 or 97? Yeah, Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin, so that takes us up to 96. Well, I'm trying to think. It was 93, right? That's and when so Mighty Morphin first aired. And so then would be 96, I believe. Or 97. Yeah. So. Well, let's see. 93, 94, 94, 95, 95, 96. But of course, at this point, it was all one year. So it'd be 93, 94, 95. Yeah. April 20th, 1996. It'd be 96. So Power Rangers has aired in April before. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they might they might go back to that. I don't know. I mean, I I hope that it, you know, with it staying with um Nickelodeon, Hasbro might like look, we get what you're doing, but it's not working. It needs to change. Because from everything from I mean, just from announcing GoBusters, as the Sentai, well, they're adapting. Well, even brands in general. Hasbro I feel has like already shown brands they're not sticking wanted with the norm. to do GoBusters, but Bandai of America was like, "This this series didn't sell well in Japan, so no, we are not like you. You've got to do a series that has gimmicks because those sell well." And I feel like Hasbro decided to let Saban do this because they want to seem yeah. like the better company. Because Transformers, well, Hasbro doesn't really have anything with gimmicks except for, I think it would maybe Yokai Watch was a thing. But but Yokai Watch as a whole didn't take off in the states, so that's not Hasbro's fault. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they did Yokai Watch or not, um, but. I feel like it was a sign of good faith. Like Hasbro's like, we'll make the toys. You guys just do what you want to do. And I know around the Saban office offices that like go busters is something they've wanted to do because it is a different ranger show. Like it, even it's source footage was like different than the rest, which is why it stands out. The fact that the series itself says, Let's Morphin or It's Morphin Time was huge. Well, so now it just means I have a better version of whatever they're going to call the Morpher. That makes me happy. That makes me real excited. 
and Misty Flores, who deals with content. Um, or Melissa <laughs> yeah, Flores? Actually. Or Misty, I don't remember her exact name, but she's... Well, because... She was in... She's the one behind all the content at Saban Brands. Um, like, the video content. She posted her figure art gallery of the Go Busters. Of her Go Busters. And I'm like, oh my gosh. This is awesome. And before he deleted it, Jason Bischoff drew up like a phone background for himself, which had the cheetah bunny gorilla. So everyone's excited. Like, holy shit. At least two of the biggest people at Saban brands besides Saban himself. And the thing about Saban is... Haim Saban, it's not that he doesn't love the brand. He was sort of, he loves and is so grateful that he has Power Rangers back. Like, it was his thing. And he's going to, he will, he has gone on record and, or someone has gone on the record for him saying that he would put his life on the line for the series. So his hands were tied because he couldn't get the funding from the toy manufacturers. So Haim Saban yep. loves the series as much as the as much as anyone who's created something loves what they've created. So I feel like we're going into a new era of like potentially not mediocre Power Rangers seasons. I'm not gonna say good, because it's Power Rangers. I'm going to say not mediocre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, how many times have we said, you know, me and you and other people, that what we got for Dino Charge was great? Like, it had done things that the fans have been wanting for years. And then, uh, and Dino Supercharge took a bit took more off. of an insight, and as it went to back why to it makes sense. Normal mediocrity. Because Bandai had such a hold on the money, and because they had pretty much blown all the gimmicky stuff in the first half of the season, there wasn't really much else except for the Rangers and their Zords to sort of show off, because there weren't really any dino chargers that were used other than like the obvious ones like you know dino armor x and their own chargers that were used that much in dino charge itself like dino supercharge and like it was great what bandai did I will give them props for what they did with the dino charge line with creating the auxiliary zords for you know, some of the other uh, Dino Chargers. That was something genius. They fucked it up with Ninja Steel because now every single auxiliary Zord has its own special colored Megazord. And that's annoying. Because you have to pay full Megazord price just to get one little piece. You're not going to use the other part of it. But also Zord Builder's gone now. Yep. So, you know what? Enjoy your Zord Builder shit while it lasts. Because now you can't create the clusterfuck Megazord. 
So knowing that, I feel like, and what with Hasbro does yeah. with its animated shows, I feel like I honestly have a good feeling about this. Like Power Rangers is only good when it goes into its like final season, but this isn't going into its final season per se. It's the final Bandai season. So, and Super Ninja Steel is already written, uh, recorded, and is in the process of final edits and final special effects. Like, there's no way that Supercharge is going to be on the same levels as in space or as even Time Force or RPM. Because Time Force also could have been an end end point for the series. Wild Force kind of really only happened because Disney came in halfway through and and bought it. <laughs> I, I I haven't put much input on Sweet. that. I've been listening, but I've also been doing the spectrum tv thing i do get discovery family and i can watch it so if it moves there i can do it my mom Um, does do you guys have do you guys have cable in your building or like where you live okay oh shit i think i'm out of the zip code um are you in the same zip code or are you outside of the same out of her zip code uh-huh. Okay, because I have oh, on I Discovery Family's website. I don't think it website, changed you can on do channel finder. Two separate sides of you the same You can type city. in your zip code to choose your uh, TV provider. So... Okay. Um, say if you just if if you don't if you don't mind saying your zip code, you can say uh, if you want to type it like in Discord, see. you can type it in Discord so I can look to see if if your mother gets the channel. Quick. Because cause I was actually really surprised because my parents have basic cable. Or no, they have digital. What am I saying? They have digital. So yeah, of course they're going to get that. And also, I realized I can watch sports now on this too. My mind is just blown right now. Yeah. You know, if I really wanted, I could watch... Uh, you know, I could watch like Legends uh, and other shows like that live instead of and waiting for the website to go up. Boxes. And all of my pop vinyls. I have too many. Um, <laughs> and all your pop vinyls. But I'm trying to think what else I can say about this partnership. But I, the toys will be probably, definitely. well, they'll definitely be better than Bandai's quality for sure. But I'm not sure. I believe so. Spectrum. Uh. Oh. Does 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 she have Spectrum? Cool. Okay. Apparently, it's the same. Two sixty six. So if if you have her log information, you go to the Spectrum 266? website and you start watching stuff live. If you go to <laughs> channel two twenty eight, it should be there. But... I feel like the toys are going to be 
in a better place with Hasbro. Because Hasbro is one of the bigger toy manufacturers. Not just because of their upper echelon Transformer stuff. They have so much under their belt. And honestly... Yeah, honestly, this could be and and the other thing get a movie it, sequel. I'll go ahead, you finish. Oh yeah, because apparently, because um, see, see, this is this is the other thing I was thinking when I mentioned earlier about um, Hasbro buying the rights to Power Rangers as a whole. Um, apparently I, again, I've seen people, reliable people talking about this on Twitter that apparently Hasbro has a deal with Paramount for movies and things. I think also Lionsgate. I can't remember. So essentially Hasbro gets the rights, even, even just toy rights within the next year we might get like notifications of either a sequel or a redo because well i i am on it like you know there are people like oh we don't need a reboot of it when i just did it blah 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 and i'm like they did it but didn't do it well like one of my complaints and one of the biggest complaints i have seen is that there was not enough time in the ranger suits you know, it, it didn't feel like a Power Rangers movie. It felt, you know, like what what other people were saying. It's like it felt like it felt like the Breakfast Club with a gigantic advertisement for Krispy Kreme with sprinkles of Power Rangers. That's that's pretty much what it felt like. And if they if they actually if they if they planned far enough ahead you could even do comics like just all of a sudden start up comics and then that's like the precursor where you learn about the characters and then there's a movie and then everything that we've read about all of these characters comes to light in the movie where it starts out with us knowing them you know, essentially, just like the original series began, we didn't know who Ta- uh, Jason, Trini, Zach, Kimberly, and Billy were, but they were already good friends. And then they got power; range. they got powers to become Power Rangers. If they did that, but instead of just saying, "Here are these kids," you'll learn about them possibly throughout the movie. Start everything in a comic series. Yeah. Or at least like one or two ep- well, comics or, you know, a small handful of them to get an idea of like who, these co- who these characters are. doing with Go-Go Power Rangers. And then um, movie. Because all of it was set prior to, well, post Day of the Dumpster. And, well, Shattered Grid's going to be crazy epic and i'm not even caught up yet but like just seeing what i've seen of it 
Holy shit. That's not Kimberly. I haven't really seen anything of it except the the, the cover. She's of like, the Red Ranger. Is that Kimberly standing over Tommy with like shackles? Oh, I didn't yeah. know who that was. I just saw a woman. A female red, a male pink, oh. and I believe a male yellow as well. Interesting. As Right? <laughs> Interesting. Well, not anymore without the. Yeah, the job. there's a lot I don't know about because, you know, I can't really get the comics. So. Well, yeah. Because that's fun. I do. I, I technically do get a tax return, but there's a whole situation that happened and. Yeah. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose part of it because I gotta pay back pay back my parents for something. But still, I'll still walk away with maybe like 250 bucks. Yeah. But I kind of want to see about upgrading my computer. At the like the smallest bit I can do. Don't try to apply um, at Sears. And then look for a job. Yay again. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't mean to joke oh, because well, considering lots of I worked at Kmart, jobs, I know not to apply for Sears. Sears at the mall <laughs> was like where the TVs used to be. Now it's just a whole yep. bunch of kitchen appliances. Like it is getting crazy desolate in there. I mean, you, you should have been there for when our Kmart closed. Like, we had, like, it was like a normal store when I started working there. They had, you know, kids area. They had um, outdoor area. They had the electronics section. They had toys. They had uh, fur- some, like, furniture items and clothes and all this type of stuff. Within two weeks of closing, the entire, like, half of the store was empty because everything had been sold. Um, There were a few things left as far as toys and then, like, bath towels and washcloths and those type of things. And then some makeup, I think, that was still there. And then close. Like, our place was so desperate to get more things. Like, I told people, if we took clothes, not took as in stole, but you know what I mean, from Dave's Sporting Goods. I don't know why, but we did. And we essentially created what we called flash deals, where... They were just like a base amount, like some were like five, one were somewhere like 10, 20, 50. And that's, we sold those. And I'm like, by the two weeks, like all we had were like a, like one or two racks of clothes that were originally for Kmart. And then everything else was from Dick Sporting Goods. And I can't tell you how many times I saw people yeah. walk into that building and then walk right back out because we didn't have anything they were interested in. And like 
the prices that were from Dick's Sporting Goods were ridiculous. Like, within the last few days, the prices dropped so much. You could walk in there, Jesus. get a $70 jersey for like $10. Yeah. And on our last day, everything got up to, I think, like 90 or 95% off. And you were paying like... So you could have gone in there... Found a jersey that was normally seventy, let's say yeah, eighty dollars, like seven bucks, and pay almost. like five bucks for like, it. yeah. So yeah, it's something like that. So it's like, you know, and I and I I I actually sold a lot of one particular shirt because. It was a shirt we got from another place other than Dick's Sporting Goods. They were for women. And it was a set. It was like a vest and it was like a like a jacket kind of thing. The original prices for the jacket was like 45. The shirt was like 35. But each of them were being sold for like $5. And I told so many women about Ugh. those things. I sold so many of them. I should have gotten commission. But in, anyway, away away from that. <laughs> um, I don't really. I mean, we could. I don't really know how much to add to the Hasbro GoBuster Beast Morpher thing because the Dobotsu. Since. Right now, it's sort of just we need Black Puma, at a standstill green as far as news. We need like, <laughs> and there's your sixth and seventh. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, cause see, that that was that was a joke. That was a joke too. That people were saying. That is oh it's not going to be Tokume Sentai Go Busters. We're getting it's going that to be footage. Dobu Sentai Recycled Go Busters for every. So we're getting episode. those that adaptation, and half an hour of screen time yeah. at best. <laughs> Good luck. They only have what like, I... yeah. As far as suits, yeah, not much. And I mean, I. I... I think the black puma was essentially just a recolor, a recolor of blue. red, and probably uh, green was probably a recolor yeah. of like, um, yellow or blue. Hopefully, hopefully, probably blue. We yeah, get this the evil ranger because yeah. we got screwed with Talon. Like there initially was this huge storyline that was going to be Heckle becoming the Talon Ranger. Like they had thoughts of that, and Bandai literally just said no. Nah. Yeah, I was all on board. They pulled with the that. funding. Like they pulled the funding for Supercharge. Not was it really Bandai that Ranger. said no? They had less funding for Supercharge than they did Dino Charge proper. And wow. because of that, it was rushed. One, two, a That's lot of good shit was cut, and three. Yeah. 
they, they literally made Chase Zealand, the focus so just for the last couple uh, episodes. Black Ranger to be essentially the main character for the last part of the season. Yep. Yep. I, I wonder if that was like the last straw with Saban. Or like it was, it was almost Possibly the last straw, and then like something else happened behind the, the scenes that we don't know with Ninja Steel, and he was just like, "Nope, I can't do this anymore." Potentially, our contract because is up. Initially, when the when Chance was cast as the Yellow Ranger, it was going to be five. What do you mean? Five non-white Rangers. It would have been the first season oh, right. of yeah. no white people. Yeah. <laughs> Except for uh, Brody's dad. Which, I'm sorry. And Mick. Just kind of the way you said it. No Rangers. white people. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like you, you could say. Uh-huh. I mean, technically, uh, Christy Ann is not white, quote unquote. She's Latina. But if you didn't know that, you wouldn't know. Sierra Hanna. I mean, at the time she was blonde, her skin was tanned. I mean, there are a lot of tanned blonde white women in this world. If you didn't know, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, if you went into that, it's like, oh, there's no white people. It's like, the Pink Ranger is a white girl. It's like, oh, no, she's Latina. But it's like, well, I mean, she's still technically white. She's just also It could have been that. And I'm not going to speculate. I don't know if that makes me racist, but like, I'm just saying a little ridiculous, but that's really the only controversy that came out of Ninja Steel. Oh, and a country singer ninja, but we don't talk about that. I mean, we don't talk about... I mean, I I don't blame them because I feel like trying ninja. to figure out another way to do the cowboy aesthetic with a ninja is... Yeah. Like, I mean, you could have... You know, I feel like the only other way you could have done it is if you would have reversed it. Actually, no. Technically, you just essentially make the same character. Except instead of being... Japanese and learning English to like well no because I guess it would still be the same situation you know like you're joined by some Asian dude who just also knows a little bit of you know who knows English because he learned it from watching ninja movies yeah it... which they could have gone but again that would yeah, be copying it, the ninja it's a weird, weird thing that doesn't make sense um but Unless something else happened behind the scenes that I'm not aware of, and we won't be aware of until halfway through this season when one of the actors blows up on Twitter about it and says, come to this convention to learn the full story. (sighs) I don't know if he still feels the same way about it. Oh boy. Now, but I don't know. I still follow him on Twitter because... He seemed like a nice guy when I talked to him at Morphicon. Michael Tabor. 
Wait, who? Dude hadn't graduated college yet. Oh, like, yeah, months. where he's like being a power Finish ranger was the go worst do something thing else with your life. Maybe acting's not for you. I mean, hell, Danny Slavin went and became a lawyer. And then he still came back and reprised his role as a Power Ranger. Leo. Danny Slavin. And some of them went and became right. like pop stars. Okay. I knew the and name, but for some reason I couldn't put a face to it. Now we have yet another Disney-era Ranger in the MCU with Cloak and Dagger. Emily Lahana. Emily Lahana, yeah. Emma. Emma. Emma Lahana. Ay, ay, ay. So many. Cloak and Dagger. Emma. Emma Lahana. Yeah. She's not either. She's not Cloak and she's not Dagger. Um. Because they're teenagers. Really? I didn't know she was in Cloak and Dagger. But she's one of the main cast. So I'm assuming a teacher, a mom, an older sister a best friend or something like that. Right. Like uh, I I don't again, see I don't see her playing a mother unless it's to like a 4-year-old. Adoptive. <laughs> adoptive. Like, she's she's not going to be no, the I mother don't. of a teenager. Um, I don't know that much I about can't be a mo- I can't be a father to a teenager. Period. Um I will watch it, but Eh. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But yeah, like this whole news cycle for Power Rangers has just sort of been wild. And I was actually really surprised because I just assumed that. Um, cause so does does Bandai still Bandai's, have toys Bandai's until license April will next end. year, or is it like no Bandai's out? Hasbro is After officially taken over. Ends. I think I don't know the legal wording. Okay. Be- well, cause I I asked that question because. I've I've seen some people talk about how essentially, you know, Hasbro has taken over. Only like thing Bandai though, is no longer in charge. Hasbro is done. now inked. Like, it wrapped production. But so there's nothing that can be done. And the toys have already been made and are ready to release. Yeah. And really the only thing Bandai would theoretically I, I would have had like is any plans to make hyperforce figures or plans to make legacy wars figures or Lord Draken specifically um maybe well, and their plans for the legacy line but I still feel like they're still gonna be able to like release the psycho Rangers and the rest of the Zeo line because I feel like they're done. They are just waiting for the ship date. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of thought like, that too while you were yeah, describing. They're not it. making any more like, plans. They're not making like, any more. 
they're just this going to PMC distribute what they have. The last PMC until... that Bandai is going to like co-fund, right? I mean, they already do BotCon. Yeah, now I believe they sponsor BotCon. So why not? Well, what about? Uh, it's pretty um, much the same thing as BotCon. They sponsor BotCon. What about? Isn't isn't like TFCon a thing? Uh, BotCon. Could you imagine if they, uh, if Hasbro as a whole was like, we'll sponsor you? And we'll pay for things, <laughs> but you've also got to, like, mix with other of our properties. So, like, Power, Power Morphicon goes from an entity by itself to, like, HasbroCon, where it's, like, Power Rangers and Transformers and yeah. My Little Pony and all these other things just completely mixed oh, together. TFCon is indeed a thing. Like a like a Comic Con of Hasbro products. Yeah, uh, I think I've heard bad things. Doesn't look like Hasbro actually sponsors them, so I could be wrong. Um, I think it's Hasbro approved, but yeah, unlike Power Morphicon, which is, I think part in part. Bandai, and in part Toys R Us, which, oh good God, if Toys R Us goes under, <laughs> I mean th- there are more outlets. I mean, you still have Walmart, yeah. and with with Hasbro, there'd probably be a huge market for like Amazon. So, I mean, it's it's not like Toys R Us goes under and then, you know, you're not going to be able to get the toys anywhere anymore. You may not be able to go to a store. Or I doubt that. that. If they matter. went under, they'd probably just go desperate to Walmart just to have something on shelves. Yeah, we have we have a decent um, selection of Power Rangers toys. But Oh, yeah. Heads or, or up, Target. people. Yeah, I, I work about for Target, Target now. Um, um, I don't know if I... you probably I probably said it in the last episode, yeah. but I don't know. Why the fuck is Adi Shankar from Power Slash Rangers I don't going remember. to be at Morphicon? No. No. But we are getting the guy Power who played Rangers. Psycho Red. Power Slash Rangers Power Slash Rangers 2. <laughs> but. I don't know if I'm going to Morphicon. Yes. Because I saw that. That's right when I'm moving again. Yeah. Well, because this lease is up in August, so. You're moving again? Yeah. Oh, there is a Lord Draken figure. I forgot. He was the Power Morphicon exclusive. Oh. This year. Yeah. Last year? 
and it oh. will not be offered through any other channels unless you purchase it through a third party. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, could you AKA up, uh, pay one of your friends to get it? Well, Lord, drive before you go home, please. <laughs> or, oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's in Anaheim, so if I'm still in the area, honestly, I if you probably asked him and paid him for it, he probably would. Like, Yo, but yeah, I, I don't know. I want to go because it is in the Anaheim Convention Center. And it is the 25th anniversary, but it's just, it's just doesn't seem financially responsible. And the that. the last one with Bandai. Um, I can afford WonderCon because I'm going as press and it's relatively local. I'm yeah. probably not going to be at San Diego this year. That's just, I'm facing the facts there. Like... That WonderCon might be my last convention for a while. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, if Hasbro decides they want to fund PMC, then... We could either get another one next year or um, they'll do the whole skip a year thing. So the next one would be in 2020. Something sports related happened. But that depends on Hasbro. I know. I heard the ESPN. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I got a notification on my tablet. Yankees trade outfielder Jabari Blash to Angels think, for a player to be named I or I think cash. the Yankees trading someone to the Angels is a bad is. idea, but what do I know about sports? You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, I know nothing, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't really follow um, baseball much anymore anyway. Uh, but... If this means that we could um, get Hyperforce figures, I was going to say something else. I don't remember. The suit designs are pretty sweet, and like the fact that you you already know this, right? That Pink gets a power up. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Oh yeah, I saw like the Phoenix armor. I was actually watch. I was actually watching that episode. I like tuned in. Like uh, like maybe five minutes before that happened, and I'm like, it's like remember that thing you got from that woman, and I'm like, no. Oh, you missed the Mystic Knights of Tyranny. Well, you activated tribute. it. Next it thing you know, and I'm like, well, damn, that I missed something because huge. it was a filler episode. <laughs> but it really wasn't a filler episode. Yeah, I did. They were looking for Marv, and lo and behold, Marv was with his brother, and that that was a whole thing. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you missed the Camelot episode, which was kind of funny because Merlin knows that the Morphin Grid. Merlin knows Alpha. The whole escape thing. That is amazing, dude. That makes my ah. Oh, that makes my idea even more awesome. So, to. 
to like kind of uh-huh. stay on topic but not yeah. at the same time. The Guillermo del Toro There's animated a series. show on Netflix called Troll Hunters. Yes. Now it's it's okay. it's interesting because I kind of equate it to a writer series. And the reason I do that is because I kind of want to say spoilers, but I don't know if anybody else watch or listening or even you are interested okay. in seeing it. Um, basically, okay, so I'm going to spoil a tiny bit. Um, the main character is a high school kid who is not popular. He's bullied by your token bully. And he's just kind of like there. He's just a high school kid. No one big. And then one day he gets this medallion that he uses to transform into this, like, magical uh, metal armor. Like, knight armor. Can you hear me? Nope, I didn't think so. Yes. My computer's going whack. Okay, can you hear me now? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Uh, My audacity is minor screwed up. I don't know what's with audacity, but for some reason, audacity is not liking us today. Oh, it's been doing it off and on for me, too. Like, right there before I was like, can you hear me or not? It was like audacity slow to a crawl, and I asked, "Can you hear me?" You didn't respond, and then I said it again, and then you heard me. So I don't know what's going on. Um, but anyway, so he gets a medallion and transforms in into this like huh. metal, like stereotypical knight armor with a two-handed sword. But the but the way it happens is looks like it's from a common rider. Like, um, he he holds the medallion into the medallion. He says something like, "By the power of Merlin, I am one with the light." And then, like from inside the medallion, the armor pops out. He floats in the air. The armor appears on him, and then he lands back on the ground. And then the sword appears. And I'm like. Hmm. That's a common rider. Like minus the belt, it's a common rider. And no like hearing about Merlin knowing about the morphing grid just kind of makes me think that that type of show is possible. Like I I made I made a gif but it was a while. Yeah, here we go. I made a gif of the the like the transformation that he goes through. Hmm. I'll post it in the Discord. It's it's a good show. I would highly recommend it to people. But that's 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 not going into spoilers about well, the, the whole story. The knights but of like, the round table use their little Merlin knowing to about give that opens the armor. possibility to so many like, things. Extra armor. That was something like it was the ideas and 
in between each time I'm talking, yeah. my dog is barking. So I think she's just affirming with me. Um, she usually doesn't bark like this while I'm recording, but whatever. It takes the transformation <laughs> idea and the night aesthetic of it and inserts it into the Power Rangers universe. It's not directly that the Mystic Knights are part of the Power Rangers canon, because they aren't. It's just the ideas and sort of the suit concepts yeah, that are part of it, giving at least one of the Hyperforce Rangers a battleizer of sorts. Would it be nice that the other Rangers at some point in time get the others? Sure, but with how many episodes we have left? Doubtful. And if we don't... They said 25. So we're at 15, 16 now, I believe. Or 14, either somewhere between 14 and epi- 16. And how many episodes are? Season 2 25. is really still up in the air. So please, for okay. the love of God, go watch it on YouTube. Go watch it live. Um, subscribe to Hyper RPG. Uh, if you've got if you've got Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch Prime subscription, and they still get the support for it. Um, tell your friends about it. Just even downloading the podcast version of it helps. Like Hyper RPG posts all of its RPGs, like all of the episodes of their RPGs, as podcast in podcast form. So. They are now also on Spotify, apparently. Didn't you also say it's on Spotify? So, go support this thing because... So that's interesting. It's brilliant. <laughs> like, it's a canon RPG set in the Power Rangers universe. And I know you have some qualms about it. And I... I mean, yes, there are some problems with it, but there's good reasons as to why. Yep. Okay. Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just state this. I'm, I'm gonna say it for a fact. If somehow somebody from Hyper RBG hears this, I don't hate anybody who is working on the show at all. Everybody is amazing and creative and do things I probably couldn't do. With that said, I feel like Malika needs to tweak her DMing skills. Um, I don't know if that's my brain working because I'm a huge Critical Role fan and Matt Mercer is one of the best DMs as far as storytelling like hands down but if it like i feel like if i said that it was like oh that's ridiculous and blah 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 and i'm like i have an example my perfect example is in the very beginning and yes you could say she's finding her rhythm or whatever but in the very beginning when they first went into the time ship and they found alpha 55 Alpha 55 was meant to be there to help, essentially, tutor these new rangers on how to be rangers. Like, Alpha 55 should have known everything, should have had the database of every ranger team that was there beforehand, 
all of the schematics, all of the details on this ship. But whenever they didn't know what they were doing, they turned to Alpha to ask what they were doing. Alpha had no idea. And, like, I, I get you don't want to give them too much information because then it doesn't feel like they're playing or they're doing a character. It's more of just they're going with what the DM wants them to do. But at the same time, logistically speaking, Alpha 55 should have known and able to answer any question that they had about how to get that ship running, about the ship's schematics and all of that. And they got no help. And it was just this frantic running around of probably like a good half hour at the very least of not knowing what to do. And just a lot of ums and errs and uhs because they were just totally just gone. They didn't know what to do. So I, I feel like she tries to find this median of DM not wanting to overstep the boundaries as far as telling them where to go, but then also withholding information that could be vital for the situation. And I, I yeah. feel like she needs to find more of a median there. But again, they, these are just my opinions from what I've seen with the show. And, I, I mean, they, for the lack of... For the, for the sake of humor, they kind of poke fun at her for it. By the fact that they made an, oh my goodness, <laughs> emote for the channel. Because she even said herself, it didn't matter what character she was playing, she would always say, oh my goodness. Because yeah. it's it's her way of thinking. It's her way of, you know, oh my goodness. And then, well, we have to do this. You know, it's it's her way of, like, getting her mind back on track to where it has to be. And she says it so much. Oh, yeah. That she, they made an emote for it. So, every I mean, they're going to spam it every time she says those words. So I, I just want to state this. I don't hate Malika. I don't hate her as a person. I love everybody there. When they first announced they were going to do Hyper RPG, I was one of the first people there. Zach, who owns RPG... Well, not owns, but is the main runner of RPG, follows me on Twitter. Like, I don't hate anybody involved, so there's no malice here. It's, I think... Malika could be better as a DM and I I kind of gave my reasons why is that she needs to be more upfront with she needs to be ahead of time be like what does this character know this character knows this much information therefore you can do it and if if it's a situation she's not sure of that's when the dice rolls come and in I feel like roll a d6 if it hits 4 point. to 5 6 like, they know something if it hits 1 2 3 they don't and it's And, and and I hope so because I I feel like she could be a really good okay. DM. So and, and again, I mean I haven't watched it improved fully like a full episode a probably since like episode 6 because I'm not seeing maybe? any of those problems with it now. I feel like Alpha's more able to provide information and other characters are able to pro provide more information, so I feel like she's getting the hang of it. 
um, because I'm not sure if this is her first time GMing in general, but she was the one who created pretty much the entire system, so yeah, she was still working the kinks out personally with it. Like if yeah, if she. If she if she got better, then um, like fantastic, you know. Um, Sean and I have discussed um, rewatching it, um, essentially from episode yeah. one. Um, I've suggested, or at least thought of, watching it on the days off that we're not recording, <laughs> and and then like cough cough live watch cough um, cough. Raven, I just got another idea we can discuss <laughs> later. Um, I mean, with my um, new fancy headphones, we'll see. So, like, I... Maybe. Um, but... Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I love the concept. Like, the whole idea of it. How everything is canon and how they they meet, you know, characters... Um, like ha- meeting I, I say meeting Aisha. There was a there was a little bit of controversy in my head about that episode that I feel like others may have caught on to as well. Uh, like the fact that she used Sabretooth Tiger. Um, and had the si- the Sabretooth Tiger Zord, when in actuality, she never had that Zord. She showed up after the Thunder Zords, so I mean, there's a little bit of continuity it. issue there, it's which I get because they couldn't get Tweetrang to be there, but at the same time, did they have to do that? The thing is, um, anytime they summon the Zords, I mean, it was the original Zord, and then it gets hit with a lightning bolt to transform into the Thunder Zord. So, in theory, she could still use the Sabretooth Tiger Zord in non-combat roles, which, and then when it shifts to combat mode, the lightning strikes and transforms it into the griffin? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Weird thing to have in your head, John. Come on. Yeah. Sabretooth, tiger, griffin, thunderzord power. I have that in my head. <laughs> um, yeah. Um... um I just that I mean that you know it brings up like so essentially the original Zords were always there. What happens after combat? Like they're the Megazord. They cut down the enemy. The enemy explodes, and they're like, "Yeah!" And then they what? Jump out of I the mean, Zords. They turn back into their individuals, and then like another lightning really bolt hits, and then they turn back into the originals, they and then like go back into hiding. Juranger uh, <laughs> footage. So they needed to figure out a way to <laughs> rationalize it? No. I, I don't know. Like, d- well, it, it made well, sense. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, the original time. idea was fine. The fact that you know, the using the old ones to make new ones. That makes perfect sense. One, well, for the hard sense. But and sense two, in terms of power range. How do they revert back? Yeah, Is it like but, a, they get hit with the lightning bolt, so it's like a Super Mario Superstar where... They're only the yeah. Thunder Zord in their Thunder Zord modes for a couple minutes before magically reverting back. I don't know. I don't know. I 
Yeah. Like, there's a lot of questions. I mean, I just, I keep getting referred back to Linkara's videos. It's like, it's like, okay, I want to question this. It's like, well, that's beyond your puny mind to understand. And it's like, okay. It doesn't make sense. But that's the weird thing about the first three years of Power Rangers. Looking back on it and knowing what we know, none of it makes sense. Like, we get to the ninja seasons and... And some points we see the white uh, ninjas, like the white um, Shogun Zord. And then it becomes pink, and then back to white, and then back to pink, and then back to white. Because in some footage they were using the toys, and in others they were using the Sentai footage. And it, it, at the time, yeah. (laughs) You mean, yeah, like how they made the the Shogun Ultra, the Ninja Shogun Ultra Zord or whatever. But in order yeah, to do it, essentially. they use the toys. And it, the first three <laughs> seasons of Power Rangers, including Alien That's Rangers, hilarious. make no sense uh, in in relation to everything else. But it's because there were the first three seasons, and I'm pretty sure Saban really didn't know what they were doing at the time because they had a hit on their hands. Um, it wasn't like the other times they tried to adapt Sentai, because, I mean, they've tried to before, and it didn't work oh, out. Oh, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I think they even yeah, filmed it a pilot Bioman, for it, wasn't too. It? Saban wanted so. to do Bioman, and it didn't work out because nobody wanted it. <laughs> would be that would be so interesting could you imagine they made that canon like either like through comics or like a hyperforce episode could you imagine like if they went back to the footage found the actors who played those characters and asked each and every one of them would you want to be on Hyperforce to play this character that you never got to play? That would be the ultimate, like, throwback and, like, <laughs> I'm not sure if there was a pilot or not. I think ever. a pilot was initially ordered, but it inevitably didn't go anywhere. I kind of want to see that But now. there's promotional, like, photos. No, there were there were actors. Yeah, like I think someone dug up a old binder. Well, I mean, even still, even had, if there was no actors, like the actors, you know, getting getting s- it. Were there? I'm gonna totally Google this. Saban Bioman. Huh. Yeah, I was gonna Google that too. I don't know what to type in. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep, and there was an unair pilot. Okay. Bioman Ranger Wiki. And... All right. Yeah. Was it really just called Bioman? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Are you serious? Oh, my God! 
Uh-huh. Oh my god. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm seeing what you're seeing. No. Everyone is all that coming. Okay, so for the people listening, if you're not if you're not aware of the Bioman thing that Saban tried to do, looking down the actors list, no. Biorhythm Red, character role Victor Lee, actor Mark Dacascus. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Could could you imagine Mark Dacascus showing I mean... up to play Biorhythm Red? On Hyperforce? <laughs> I, 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 okay. Uh, and then it also I was not expecting that at Zach all Taylor, whatsoever. Billy Cranston, Trini Crystal, which was Trini's name before she became Asian, and Kimberly Hart with an E at the end. Wow, they've even got screen caps. Oh man, this is so 90s. Billy's got this pink polo shirt on with the popped up collar. (laughs) What is even happening right now? Mark Dacascus? Yep. That's what I can't get over. And you could even try to show, like, the, the Alpha 5 of this and make it, like, the original Alpha. I'm just saying, like... Hold on. Talk to these char- Talk okay, to these people. Saban I, I wanna, I'm gonna look up... Who is this? Miguel Nunez. Um, is the pilot, like, available? Miguel Nunez. It's partially found. So there's, like, two minutes of it on YouTube. Actor. See, now I recognize him. Miguel Nunez. Yeah, he's actually kind of a big actor. Kicking it old school. Okay. Miguel A. Nunez Jr. I want to see. Is this the? Do we? Does he have that label? For 1986, this thing's as old as I am. No, oh, he doesn't even have it labeled on his uh, Wikipedia page. He was in Black Dynamite, apparently. Wow. Oh my gosh. He was in Lethal Weapon 3. Wow. 
I just I just want to see what these people are doing now. There's a change.org petition I'm to get so Saban hardy. brands to release the unaired pilot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh. Really? Bull Durnham Quant he was in Quantum Leap apparently? Bench warmers. Last movie he was in was in two thousand seven. Oh god, is this guy dead? Please tell me he's not dead. I'd feel horrible if he was dead. <laughs> oh god, he was in happy days apparently. Quantum Leap, oh he was in one episode. Married with children. Apparently he never had a regular role. He was just always a side character. This is essentially turned into the Bioman co uh, podcast. Huh. Ah, okay, let's check out. I actually went to high school with a girl named Trisha Fletcher. Oh, it says, this is Fisher. Trisha Lee Fisher. She has two half siblings, actor and producer Todd Fisher, and actress Carrie Fisher. This cannot be the same Carrie Fisher. It is indeed the actual Carrie Fisher. Weird. Okay. Paternal half sister. Yeah. Wow. What? And then there was... It was reworked into Galaxy Rangers, which initially used... She's was still, the initials... She's still in the industry? Zoo Ranger. Um, yeah, Galaxy Rangers was initially the first Zoo Ranger adaptation. With the same was cast. It? Huh. Oh my gosh. So Rebecca that's Staples. another unaired pilot or promotional material. That's insane. Back to she I think she may have left. It happens. Entertainment World too, because according to according to IMDb, her last thing was in 1991. I mean, yeah, it happens. I'm not like, how so dare she? Pilot for but Bioman. That quote reconstruction I saw used Bioman footage interspersed with the. Uh, Interspaced with uh, the Galaxy Ranger stuff, but yeah, like this is insane. But um, I don't know. I think this is 
I don't know. This might be a good place to sort of wrap this all up, I'm thinking. What are you thinking, John? Yeah. I'm still trying to... Oh, man, you're not kidding. They reworked it. Sorry, I'm... Staring at, yeah. Wow, it's so weird. But okay. In essence, go um, watch Hyperforce. Yeah, I think it might be, because now we're just kind of just scrambling. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just telling. I'm telling the people, go watch Hyperforce. I, I'll. I don't know, because it depends. We gotta. We gotta talk about because what we're gonna do. I want season two. I. Yeah. The. The people. And, if raise his I mean, eyebrow it keeps trending in the uk so i'm sure a lot of people do i just don't know if they're making enough money well it's no it's legacy wars because which is well, cause see, then thing. It, you got to start. It's not done by Bandai. It's being funded by some Bond brands, but also probably no. by Bandai. But then, and Legacy if, Wars is you know, raking with, in quite a bit of money. Oh, I thought Bandai did. Huh? Oh, I'm not surprised. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess the more there is a higher possibility for season two then. I mean, I kind of hope there is, just for the sake of, you know, I love the idea. Yeah. I may like the show more than I did back then. I'll have to know. I'll have to actually actually watch it to figure that out. Um, yeah, I, guess, I guess we'll wrap things up there, and we can put this out there for people to hear and listen to. <laughs> um... For now, um, we're done. Um, I guess keep an eye out on the Twitters. We have GeekTokupod on Twitter. Um, We got the website, GeekTokupod.com. It's been a while. There you go. It's been a while. Oh, yes. I'm out of rhythm. We've also got the Facebook page. No place in um, Legacy Wars. So you can Wars. like that. It's Lionsgate, Saban, and um, Enway Games. It's on iTunes. Yes. Silence. All right. Oh, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> At Snarky John, <laughs> I host two other podcasts. We've got Delicious do, Flavor, do, a what are your things? podcast, and iZombie Radio, an iZombie podcast. And then I am the pop culture editor at the Marvel Report, covering video games and Funko Pops, pretty much exclusively. Um, I'm not doing anything else, unless you're in the area of my target. I'm also a cashier there. But that's about it.
Um, I currently don't do anything anymore because, uh, oh, well, technically I still do the podcast for HDU Radio whenever they decide they want to do one. They put out a couple since we did our last one. Um, but I do that. I do this one. Um, I can work together things if you need a little thing. Like the the little audio thing that's in the beginning of this thing is the thing that I put together. More things. Um, I mean, if you like D&D, I'm a part of a weekly streamed game on Mondays Interesting. at uh, twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawl22 I play a rogue monk named Carter Danvers hey. is he dead? Um, oh yep. okay my previous character before that was named Garrick Rosenlore who went by the moniker of the blue arrow no he uh he was on a quest to get his home back from people who took it he got it back and retired as an adventurer. I di- I even did the superhero thing of I wrote out a small like scene that happened when he did it. I even had him like drop Dang. the mask and like I even said like like in slow motion it hits the ground to try to get that like superhero aspect to it. Um I now use a character yeah. Carter Danvers, who goes around dressed essentially the same way, but in red. <laughs> get it? Um, he goes crimson arrow because you can't do red arrow because that's trademark infringement. Um, and um, and then Saturday nights, uh, the Monday ones at eight thirty. Saturdays at eight on Twitch D Twitch TV. Slash Meta I God six six six. We all know him as Metal, but he has an I instead of an L. Where I play now a Silver Dragonborn Bard, but I, I will get into that because I just started playing him. Otherwise, I have technically two Twitters you can follow. My basic one, which is Fumix a lot, and then I made a secondary one because I've been really pushing to like get myself back into the Toku area of my life again. Kind of with the resurgence of this podcast, which is uh, Fumix 2, which is which is T-S-U. It's kind of a funny play off the way the Japanese say 2. Um, and yeah, that's where I am. So feel free to follow us, do all the things, yes. stay tuned to all of our stuffs for this thing. And we will see you on the next thing, whenever the thing happens. Yes. We'll see you later. Bye. Throughout time, many dark forces came to Earth to claim it as their own, and destroy all those in their path. Now a new enemy has appeared, and is looking to do the same. With all the rangers possibly lost, a new team has been born. They are... Power Rangers! Hi!